Welcome to the Loving Truth Podcast, where it's all about finding clarity, confidence, and peace in the face of marriage challenges. And now your host, relationship expert and certified master life coach, Sharon Pope. Hello, loves. This is Sharon Pope, and this is The Loving Truth. Today, I want to talk to you about the three pieces to create a more conscious relationship. Now, I live in the life coaching space, which means I get exposed to a lot of ideas that can feel a little bit out there for some people. And I think that if I do anything really well, it's I can take a really complicated topic, but make it real and make it actionable and make it understandable for people. And so this idea of a conscious relationship can feel a little airy-fairy. It can feel a little out there, like it sounds like a good idea to be more conscious in my relationship, but what does that actually look like and how does that get created? So first I want to start with, let's just define what the word conscious means. Conscious is a Latin word that means knowing or aware. Now, as it relates to our relationships, having an awareness about the relationship that goes deeper than the basic understanding. That's what a conscious relationship is. It's not just about the business of raising children, going to work every day, paying bills and paying taxes. Like it's not, it's not about the logistics of being married and running a life. It's about how I show up and being very intentional in that process. And it's also the ability to see different perspectives inside the relationship. Because, you know, when you marry someone, there's a whole nother human being there. And I know that when we get married, we think we're going to see eye to eye on most things. But inevitably, I promise you, you will not. You will see and experience life very, very differently. And who's to say that your perspectives are more valid than your partner's perspectives. And so we've got to be willing to see different perspectives. We've got to be able to relate to our partners in a way that show them that they matter. So let's talk about, there's probably many, many pieces to a conscious relationship. And we could go really, really deep into that, but I don't want to lose you. I just want to stay here in this realm of, let me give you three concrete examples of something that you can really consider and something that you can really apply to create a more conscious relationship for you and your spouse. The first thing is what I call the watcher. And so this is um, something, there's an action that I do with my hand where I sort of bring people up, like think of it like you're, you're a bird that is above the scenario of what's happening and you're flying around and what you're looking at is you and your partner and the way that you interact down below. If you can become the watcher of what is happening inside your relationship, as opposed to the person on the ground in that dynamic of the relationship, now you have a broader perspective. You have a different perspective, right? Think about it. If you and your partner are arguing and you're all wrapped up in your emotions, it's really hard to pull yourself out of all that emotion to be able to become the watcher, almost like a third-party person who's not emotionally wrapped up in the outcome, has no tie to how they think it should be, but just an observer to what is actually happening. And so it just creates a different vantage point. 
And when we can take that different vantage point so that we can better understand our partner's motivations for why they do what they do or why they think what they think, the lens through which they see and experience life, then we're not stuck in the way I see it is the way that it is, period, end of sentence, right? When we can become the watcher, we can see things differently. Think about it like this. It's the way that I am able to, as a third party outside of someone else's relationship, I'm able to see their relationship through an entirely different lens than they have ever seen it. Even though they're the ones that have been in the marriage for 20 years and I just came into it, within a week or two, I'm going to see their relationship very differently. And the reason for that is because I have that broader perspective. First of all, it's not my first rodeo. This might be the first time you've ever struggled this much in a marriage, but I've had thousands of marriages that where I've helped people who have been struggling in the marriage. But also, I'm not tied to the outcome and I'm able and I'm not wrapped up in the emotion of it, so I'm able to see it very objectively. So if you can pull yourself out of that to the place where you can see your relationship and to see what's happening in a more objective way, That might mean you step away, like it might not happen in the moment of where a bunch of anxiety has come to the surface or a bunch of emotion has come to the surface. But the next day or two days later, after some of those feelings have died down, now you're able to see, well, what really happened there? What was I feeling and why was I feeling that way? What was going on for me and what should I have said that I didn't say? All that kind of stuff. You'll be able to see when you can take on the watcher's perspective. That's one way to have a conscious, a more conscious relationship. Now, the second thing is all around responsibility and accountability. Look, if there is one thing that has changed my life in so many ways, and I can't even tell you like where it came from, but I know that it originated through books and learning and teaching. So I know that this is possible for you when you get exposed to the idea. Sometimes taking responsibility and accountability for ourselves and our actions and what I like to call our side of the street, how did, how did I contribute to where we are today as a couple? What was my role in the creation of this experience? When I went looking for what my role was, inside my first marriage and how it ultimately ended. When I went looking for my role in the creation of my dating experience post-divorce, like when you go looking for your role, it changes everything for you. And it helps you be more conscious. It helps you take responsibility. And when you are, even though taking responsibility can feel a little bit prickly at first, I promise you, There's so much freedom there. And honestly, you become an easier person to be in relationship with, right? We've all been in relationship with someone who never wants the blame to stick to them. They're always pointing the finger at someone else. It's always someone else's fault. Is that person easy to be in relationship with or hard? They're really hard to be in relationship with because there's no accountability for what is happening in their own lives. And my friends, it is our thoughts that create our feelings, not someone else's thoughts creating our feelings. It's our thoughts creating our feelings. And our feelings are what's driving our choices. And then our choices are what dictate our results. It doesn't work any other way. And so this 
element of being willing and able to take responsibility for your choices and your actions is such a powerful way of being in relationship with people. And when you are willing to do that, it's not guaranteed that your partner will also be willing to do that. But are they more likely or less likely to take some of their own accountability for their lives when they first see you doing it repeatedly and consistently? Of course they're more likely. Are your kids more likely to take accountability and ownership if they see you modeling that behavior? Of course they're more likely. It's not guaranteed, but we're not doing it to guarantee an outcome or a certain type of behavior in our partner. We're talking about this in the context of I want to have a more conscious relationship. There is no path to consciousness when you are not willing to look within yourself. It doesn't exist. So if there is no willingness to look at our role in the creation of our life experience, because life is not happening to us, it is happening through us. If there is no willingness to do that, to look within our own selves, you cannot have a conscious relationship. Like I I would tell you, like, it's just not even possible for you because the nature of knowing and the nature of being aware has to begin with self first. It's super convenient that we want to be really aware of everyone else. And then we want to tell everyone else how they should live and how they should be. But that's not how any of this works. It just doesn't work that way. So we got to get back in our lane and own what is ours to own, which is our thoughts, our choices, actions, and behaviors. Now, the third piece to creating a conscious relationship is, and this is, this is not going to feel like good news at first, but nothing is going to force growth and change in you the way that your relationship will. You see, we think that our relationships, particularly our, our intimate, loving relationships, they should always feel good. And when they don't feel good, something's gone terribly wrong. And I want to offer to you that that is never, ever, ever the case. None of our most intimate relationships will always feel good 24-7. They're just not going to. That's not the way that it works. You are going to get triggered by your partner. And when you do, it's an opportunity to go, Thank you. Because that trigger is showing me something within myself that is unhealed. When we get triggered, most often what we do is we point blame and we try to control their behavior in order that we not ever get triggered again. But then what are you going to do? You're going to write down your triggers. You're going to make 10,000 copies of that page. And every single person you meet throughout the entirety of your life, you're going to hand them that paper and you're going to say, Look, if you want to be in relationship with me, these are all the things that trigger me and you're not allowed to ever do that. So you need to orient your behavior accordingly so that I never get triggered. It's like trying to control the world and it's just not possible. It's not even possible to try to control that in your spouse. And by the way, you're going to trigger the heck out of them too. Because this is what we do in our intimate relationships. And doesn't the person that that you are in your most intimate relationship with, don't they know how to press your buttons better than anybody else? Don't they know your soft spots, those little tender spots to be able to press on? Don't they know that if they press the mom card that then you will adjust your behavior? Of course they do. So growth inside of our relationships I would argue, is inevitable. 
And if we're not willing to grow, then we can't have a conscious relationship. And ultimately, the relationship won't feel satisfying in the long term. So of course you're going to get triggered. Of course they're going to press your buttons. You're going to feel misunderstood and unheard and unseen. And those are all opportunities to be able to open up the conversation more about what it is that the two of you need. So growth can look lots of ways. Growth, I know growth sometimes sounds like getting a root canal. It doesn't have to be that way, right? Growth can be, I found my voice as a result of this relationship, right? Or um, I got out of my ego. I, I, don't, I no longer feel like I know it all, right? That can feel like growth. Or if I want to love and honor myself, like that can be real growth. I learned to love and honor myself in the context of this relationship. And so now I can see and accept myself, all the good and all the bad. I can see and love all of it. And when I can do that for myself, I can do that for other people, including my spouse. Someone said to me recently, my husband isn't all bad and I'm not all good. And I'm starting to see the nature of that. So... The three elements to creating a conscious relationship, I'll just say a more conscious relationship, a place to begin. The first is become the watcher. Become the observer of what is happening as opposed to the reactor or responder that's all wrapped up in the emotion of it because it will give you a different vantage point. The second piece is self-accountability and responsibility. Taking accountability that I get to choose my choices, my thoughts, my actions, and my behaviors. And that is what creates many of the results that I have in my life. And some of those things are good. Some of those things aren't good. We can put them in different buckets, but that's just a subjective judgment anyway. But ultimately, I am creating a decent part of my life experience. Not all of it. There's a whole bunch of things that I don't think I would ever choose to create in my life. But for the most part, if my life is feeling pretty good, I had a hand in that. If my life is not feeling so good, I had a hand in that as well. And so did you. And so there is no path to a conscious relationship that does not walk through the valley of self-awareness and self-accountability. Okay. And then the third piece is that nothing is going to create the foundation for more growth in your life than your most intimate relationship. And it won't always feel good, that growth that comes from your intimate relationship. Sometimes that's downright painful. But when, we, when we're willing, when we're willing to see our relationship as a path towards greater growth, as opposed to looking at our relationship as we have to keep it together no matter what, because that is what we said, those were our vows and our family is depending upon it, like, that might happen. It certainly can happen in a more conscious relationship than not a conscious relationship. But that's not the point. The point of it is that it is a breeding ground for your own personal growth. And when you can start to look at your relationship like that, when those hardships come and those triggers come and those challenges come, we're much more likely to be able to go, thank you. Thank you for that. Hmm, almost forgot about that. I would have missed that had you not brought it up. So thanks for triggering me so that I can see what has still gone unhealed within my own self that I need to deal with, right? So that's the idea 
that I wanted to give you today of just three actionable pieces of sort of a starting ground in order to create a more conscious relationship. Because the more conscious we are, whether it's in our lives or our work or our relationships, the better our lives are going to be. There's no way around it. When we are unconscious, there's not a lot of good things that just start magically happening. But when we become conscious, when we become knowing, when we become aware and we are willing to go there, now we can create some really special, close connections in our lives and we can be really intentional about how we're showing up for ourselves. All right. I hope that was helpful for you. Until next time, take really good care. Love, if you're questioning whether you can recover the feelings you've lost for your spouse and you're serious about putting an end to feeling stuck, lost, and alone, I've written a book just for you. It's called Stay or Go, how to find the confidence and clarity you need so you can either fix your marriage or move forward without regret. The approach I share in this best-selling book has already worked for thousands of women struggling in lonely, disconnected marriages, and I'm confident that it will work for you too. If you don't want to spend another day stuck in indecision, go to SharonPopeBook.com to get your copy of Stay or Go Now. That's SharonPopeBook.com. If you've been stuck and struggling in your marriage for years or even decades, and you're serious about finding the confidence, clarity, and peace you desire, it's time to book a Truth and Clarity session with a member of my team. On the call, we'll discuss where you are in your marriage and whether I can help you come to a decision about how to move forward and guide you through every step of that difficult journey. Go to clarityformymarriage.com to fill out an application now. That's clarityformymarriage.com.